Welcome back to We Are Live at the Mid Coast Studio in Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Check out midcoast.media for more information on what we do here and uh, how some of our friends like Bijack or Red Saw Publicity could help you. Love being here in the Cranesburg Arts Foundation's dot Zach building. You know what else I love, Travis? What is that, Chris? I love an educated man. Oh. I love an entrepreneur. Okay. I love a, uh, a philanthropic man. Oh, Chris, I'm think single. We can, think we can get one in here? Yeah, we'll work on that. <laughs> the great Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital joins We Are Live. Dr. Ed. See, last week he interrupted me as I was doing it. Yeah. Not doing that. Mm, my bad, guys. Do we have an intro? Mm. Mm. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Mm. This is my favorite part. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ed. It's good to see you, buddy. <laughs> now we're going to get interrupted, and I'll be even more happy. Yeah! The good doctor is in. Yes! That's Dr. Ed Mignaco, Hillside Animal Hospital in South St. Louis, Missouri, for all your needs. You can even FedEx your animals to Dr. Ed to take a look oh, at I don't if you're listening in another that area. That's not a thing. You need to check all. out FedEx's rules and regulations, it's, but it's a suggestion. Okay. You know, a friend of mine... Uh, his clinic actually is right next door. It's in a strip mall. It's right next door to a post office. Right. So he said one of his clients was at the post office and she had her cat in a carrier. And a gentleman behind her was like, what do you got in the carrier? And she said, it's a cat. She says, what are you doing? He, she says, well, I'm just here to mail something. And he says. Amazing. Yeah, you can't. Can you can send live animals through the mail? And obviously he didn't know that the veterinarian mm. was right next door. But can you? <laughs> people try right they have to sure i would think more on the uh reptile side like exotic reptiles get mailed like they don't really have a personality i don't know if too many people are tossing a pomeranian okay. in a uh, tape filled bag and say hey, get just, here he off just, to seattle you go you just alienated all the reptile owners, mm. owners. <laughs> do you do a lot of reptile surgeries no we see, don't see i brought him right down with me with that one question I, you didn't bring me down i just said there are, there are other veterinarians know a lot more about reptiles than i do they're better off going there and you know what yeah he goes yeah bring him in for uh bring bring your snake in for a surgery he's got a bat in his hand just patting it on his hand he's like well we'll take good care of old slytherin there uh dr ed joins us every week we play a trivia game but uh first i like to see what's kind of happening in dr ed's world he's a big supporter of local sports he mountain bikes very regularly travis generally travels to a new continent every month right. uh this summer's coming up it's about to be warm this weekend What's on the docket for travel this summer? I don't think we've updated uh, the listeners recently. We have, uh, we have and he a always trip planned. Brings it, yes. Yeah, in August, we're going to be uh, hiking on the Appalachian Trail for like four days. Really? Yeah, just a small little section of it, but just to, you know. For four just, days, though, that's great. Yeah, just a little taste of it and just to see what it's like. Where do you guys get some of your ideas for your, your vacations? I Google. think like many of your trips are really really dope is it something you catch on television you're just like hey that's something we should probably plan for what what inspires you guys I, it's all of the above seriously i mean you know you, you see a special on tv mm -hmm. or you uh you know you read about it or there'll be something on the internet and we'll just go check it out that's pretty cool yeah i mean i i saw i read an article once about this um national park in alaska and it's called wrangell saint elias and, and it's actually the largest national park in the u.s Okay. Oh wow! But it's the least never heard of least it. visited. Interesting. Yeah, if you can picture Alaska, 
like you know the the main body of it you uh -huh. know uh, right in this like bottom right corner right before mm -hmm. it goes down that long arm you right know, what you know is in that bottom right corner is the entire national park oh wow yeah and there's only two roads in the whole park and from those roads you can see about 10 percent of the uh of the park and so i mean we actually fl you, fl you can drive there from anchorage but they said it's a crazy drive okay. we actually, but you actually can fly in uh, and then there's a, a lodge in the national park, which right in front of the lodge is the glacier. That's amazing. Yeah. So when we, we walked on the glacier and we did hiking, we, did, oh, and, uh, we walk on a glacier. That's yeah, dope. Yeah. And it's an old copper mine. It's one at the time in the early 1900s, it was the largest copper producing mine in the world. Did you uh, see any bears while you were there? <clears throat> yeah. You know, it's, fu it's funny. You Great ask question. Because, uh, um, on the, on the glacier hike, my Mary was not into cold. I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah, so she didn't want to go on the glacier hike. <laughs> so she actually went, uh, so my three daughters and I did. Mary went on a hike by herself up the mountain. Which, oh, boy. Yeah, and she saw a bear like across the valley on the other side of the, no. the mountain. Oh, no. dear. Yeah. Like, that's still too close for me. No. Yeah. That's still like, oh, I see a bear 15 miles away. Mm -mm. It's 15 damn miles too close. Let me tell you something. No. Those bears can cover ground real quick, yes. too. And you're not faster than a bear. I want to reiterate mm -hmm. that as I, well. <laughs> you haven't seen my diet regimen, so I don't know about that. Part. We have uh, a message coming mm -hmm. in. It was via text. Uh, it's, our, it's our friend. I won't even get to say. We'll, we'll make sure they get here. There's another podcast that has uh, a black co-host and a white co-host. And they're saying that uh, there's a new sheriff in town oh, on that. So keep an eye out for that we've got a rivalry building i just wanted to i just wanted to make note of it man you know what they won they can have it can <laughs> oh have you're it. just turning over <laughs> you think they'll let me be on their show they don't have dr red though they do not have dr red dang yeah what's your education level we have a doctor hmm. <laughs> we have a doc we we didn't go to school for it but we have one <laughs> uh let's doctor <laughs> the good doctor is in <laughs> <laughs> He's making up for it by double dipping into the drop. Oh my gosh. Do you feel good about that? <laughs> I love your jersey, by the way. Thank you. He's rocking a, an Expos jersey for those of you just Vladimir listening. Guerrero. Yeah, I couldn't see the name. I thought maybe it was Larry Walker or something. But... Uh, Vladdy is my favorite baseball player of all time. All time. How do you feel about the Blue Jays keeping his son in the minors to uh, make him less money whenever he's very clearly uh, one of the bright stars in Major League Baseball? Dr. Ed is here, so I'll keep it clean. It's BS. <laughs> BS. Not surprising, but he's... Uh, all right, I'm... No. Yeah, he's not. upset. Yeah. Look at it, Dr. Ed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Oh, boy. You see him the other day at like a one-handed home run. Bad. Like flicked his wrist back. Ah, Ugh. the video's all over. Oh, yeah, Gardner just showed me what I look like when I were playing. You know, dogs on dogs on film, <laughs> and you get upset. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's troubling. It's very. You guys, Pulp Fiction's got an eighty-three. <laughs> 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 Dr. Ed, what's and this is off the cuff, so I don't even know if you have any examples. What is the worst complaint, most ridiculous complaint you've gotten from uh, somebody has come in? and not been happy with service. It's 99.9% .9 good vibes at uh, Hillside, but there's always somebody, no matter who you are, if you're the best restaurant in the world, if you're the best uh, mechanic shop in the world, someone comes in with a ridiculous point at some time. Can you think of anything 
someone complained about that their little fluff ball was uh, mistreated or something in all your years owning yeah. Hillside Animal Hospital? Yeah, just uh, I had a client who, um, after we were done with the exam, and um, he, he said that I didn't examine his animal. And I said, well, surely I did. And, and um, I said, you know, I'm the type of guy, I'm, I'm talking through the whole procedure, you know. But Take my had, own dogs yeah, in I there. I have my hands sure. on the dog. I'm listen, I listen with my stethoscope, you know. And, and I probably, you know, one of the things I've learned is you need to verbalize what you're doing. Ah, uh, right. Client. You're and like, hey, I'm using a, uh, year, oh, year seven of my schooling with my fingers right now as I'm feeling their abdomen. Right. But he, he, afterwards, he was very upset and he said he, was, he didn't want to pay because he said I didn't examine his animal. And mm-hmm. he, and he said he was going to call the police. And I said, what? Yeah. And he, and he actually did. He called the police. What? And the police showed I keep up. waiting for a punchline. No. <laughs> this is the, weird. This is yeah. real. <laughs> and I'm like, and I can, you know, the police came in and they, what happened? And I told him what happened. And the, and the, the guy, they, they took the guy outside and he's like, you know, and I could just see it. What are you in for? Oh, failure to examine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What was the police officer's reaction? Oh, they were shaking their heads. And they finally, they, they took him outside. They came back. And this in. is in St. Louis? Yeah. So those police officers didn't have anything serious to attend to them. We're crime-free in this town. So we, you know, he, they said, look, we've already done, like, the fecal exam on the dog. And I said, you know, we can't take that back. I said, and <laughs> Put it they, back in the dog? Well, the guy said, the huh. policeman said, you know, look, we, are you willing to compromise on this? I said, yes, just to get him out of here. Right. So, what a that, bizarre is, interaction. Is that person, would you say they're banned for life? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Have we, to. What we, a we very bizarre interaction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as one, I would hope some businesses do, but that is such a biz- a bizarre interaction to have with a customer for them to call the cops as you literally basically probably have fecal matter still on your gloves. Like, what mm. what what are you talking about, sir? I didn't examine your animal. I, Anybody I change their mind? Physical evidence. Anybody change their mind as the syringe empties during a euthanasia? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That is Man. fascinating. You know, so, that, for the record, white people call the cops. Who said he was white? white? People, he was white. We, he called the cops. Doctor Ed, confirmation. <laughs> no, no comment. No! <laughs> so, you know, but it, it was it was it was a lesson for us, you know, because and you know, seriously, you want you want the clients to know what right. they're getting for what they're paying. So, I mean, we so now I always try to verbalize, you know, hey, the heart and lungs sound great, belly feels fine, things like that, as I'm doing it. Dr. Ed, booting a guy. I can't believe the police came. Do you need security? Do you need me to start? Because I can show up. I'll be a bouncer at an animal hospital. Let it be. Yeah, right. If, the, if a Labrador over 100 pound comes in, you're going to go, oh, 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 oh. I mean, that's your dog. <laughs> I, I get that dog. I mean, get that dog. Is the dog is that dog allowed back with a good owner? He's still a good boy, right? <laughs> that's from the Facebook comments. <laughs> Dr. Ed, answer the question, please. What a, that's the age-old question. What if they never find out who's a good boy? <laughs> Man, good point. that is great. We do. Uh, we have other Facebook comments coming in. We're about to do uh, some dogs on film. If you guys want to uh, participate in that, just throw in your uh, percentages, answers, participation into the Facebook live stream. And again, check out Hillside Animal Hospital here in St. Louis. Take your dogs by there. I can't uh, say enough good things about them. Take both my dogs there. And uh, he even takes care of overweight dogs. I'll just say that. Huh? Right? Mm-mm-mm. Good, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to do some dogs on film? I think we need a win. I think uh, I'm, I need to step up. You haven't won since you, we've since started the, the reimagination. Yep. Dr. Ed is undefeated. It's time for us wow. to get on the board. It's time for Dogs on Film. 
Dogs on film, we guess which film, not always dog-themed, has the higher Rotten Tomatoes score. Chris Gardner brings in uh, the star of our show, Sean, mm-hmm. from Rosie's Bar. Uh, what's Sean's occupation right now? Um, well, he bartends at Mo Bar and Grill on Sundays. Uh-huh. He does some work at Lucha, which is right over here in the Grand Center area. And uh, yeah, about, about takes trash out for people for yeah. money. There's a lot of different things. I have to answer a question from this Facebook live stream. And Dr. Ed, if you want to give your medical opinion on this, are you the overweight dog, Chris? Need real insurance so you can stop going to the vet instead of a human doctor? Mm. Mm. What he's suggesting is that Dr. Ed's a mob boss doctor, and he's not. Team Cigna. Team Cigna. There you go. Big boy getting Mm. big health care. There you go. Big? Is that a fat joke? No, no comment. A lot of clients end up, a lot of dogs end up looking like their clients. Mm. Damn. Mm -mm -mm. Damn. That's tough. That's tough. I hope I don't end up looking like our cats. cats (laughs) With the wobbly cat syndrome? Mm. Yeah, that's tough. Okay. What do we got, Gardner? All right. We got uh, six movies. Three pairs of movies. We'll pit uh, one movie against another. You guys have to guess which one has the higher score in Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And you get a point if you get it right. After all those movies are done, we see if anyone has one score better than the other out of you three. Then uh, if you do, then you're a winner. If we have ties, we have a tiebreaker movie as well. Now, throughout, I might decide if I want to give you guys a right answer, tell you you're right on a particular movie, you'll hear... Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. And sometimes I might want to tell you you're wrong. Now, we don't have just dog-themed movies. We have different themes throughout the, uh, the segment. However, the first theme for today will be dog movies. We're revisiting some oh, that look we've done this. about a year ago. Oh, my. So there will be dog themes for the, this first pairing of movies, if you guys are ready. I stopped by a kick-ass bar. I'll throw them a free plug. The Doghouse in uh, Soulard. It's a dog-themed bar. Yeah. We're going to do some live uh, dogs on film there. I'm just putting it out into the world, just so mm. you know. Talked to their owner yesterday. Okay. Working on that right now. Where's so, that one? Uh, Soulard. Oh. Mm-hmm. Doghouse. Been in, you've been in the Doghouse before, <laughs> Dr. Ed? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> what, how does that work? How does super intellectual uh, couples fight? In a house like that, where both of you have a doctor in front of your name, does it get really tech? Is it like an outtake from Frasier? Like, I, I, that's a very serious question. Is it very? Is it high level? You really expect me to answer that? Question? Right, I'm about to say, man. <laughs> now, do I look stupid, <laughs> uh, so, Doctor Ed? See, you, you didn't fall. What you should have asked Chris is, well, how many episodes of Frasier have you seen? <laughs> that would have been the right question. Got it. Okay, <laughs> let's do some dogs on film. All right, dog movies for this first pairing. Here you go. All dogs go to heaven. 1989. Ooh. Drama fantasy. One hour, 29 minutes. In this animated feature, canine ca- casino owner Charlie, Burt Reynolds, is killed by gambler Carface, Vic Tabak, but returns to Earth from heaven thanks to the powers of a magical rewindable watch. Charlie sets out to take his revenge on Carface, but means by means of an elaborate plan that involves an orphan girl, Annie Marie, Judith Barthes. Barcy? Judith mm. Barcy. But as the okay. plan progresses, Charlie <laughs> discovers so. that Anne Marie is being exploited by Carface. Charlie must decide whether to change his mission from one of one of revenge to one of rescue. <sighs> rough? Wake up. I'm a little rough today. I'm 
very rough today. I worked yesterday and then I got home last night and Kathy and I stayed up watching bad TV until who knows when. Kathy's still asleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's your first one. Was that part of the storyline? Yeah, oh, it's just mi- us talking. Okay, must have okay. missed that part of the movie. Thank you. So all dogs go to heaven. Here you go with your uh, second one. Turner and Hooch, 1989, action buddy cop film, one hour, 39 minutes. Detective Scott Turner, Tom Hanks, is an uptight, by-the-book police officer who hopes to leave his sleepy California town and work in the big city. When his friend Amos Reed, John McIntyre, the proprietor of a junkyard, is killed, Turner reluctantly inherits the man's dog. Realizing that the canine may be able to help him solve the murder case, Turner attempts to adjust to life with the big dog, resulting in much household destruction and unwelcome chaos. Did you guys know what kind of dog that was in the movie? Mm-mm. Dog de Bordeaux. Yep. A what? <laughs> I couldn't tell you who the president was three terms ago. <laughs> dog, you dog, absolutely dog knew the answer to that one. Dog, That's weird. Dog de Bordeaux. It's like a French Mastiff. Oh, Jesus. Of the Mastiff family. Why don't they just call it a French Mastiff? <laughs> Thank you. Why, why, are we, why are the French so damn complicated? For no reason at all. <laughs> Oh, my. Right, so what are our two movies again? It is All Dogs Go to Heaven versus Turner and Hooch. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, boy, we need to get back to writing these down. I feel like you guys are going to cheat off my great answers. Um, I'm going to go with Turner, Turner and Hooch because I think this is before the resurgence of the love for animated films. And, do- and All Dogs Go to Heaven, while it plays well, mm-hmm. it's not going to fall under that Pixar category where they're all 90% and above. That's my thought. Turner and Hooch has Tom Hanks and a dog. We were more into action buddy cop films back then. Tom Hanks and uh, Turner and Hooch is my choice. I'm going to go with All Dogs Go to Heaven. I'm with Dr. Ed on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go I don't, with that I don't know well. why. Do you guys but like that spread with uh, Burt Reynolds on the cover of Playgirl? Remember that one? Mm. No. There yeah. you go, Doctor. We just Killed the room. Even, we don't even just have to answer. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I remember. We know I bet you I do. So, all uh, right. we're going with All Dogs Go to Heaven. All right, All Dogs Go to Heaven for Travis and Dr. Ed. Chris is going with Turner and Hooch. Chris? Nice. Act like you know more than two characters' nice. names in that movie. Turner and Hooch. Carface and Dog. <laughs> Turner and Hooch of 54. Wow. Yeah. All Dogs Go to Heaven of 55. See? Wow. At least I was partially right. It was Give close. Me that. Yeah. <laughs> partially right. You were wrong. There was you're in your wrong. Stay in your well, wrongness. No, I was kind of right. <laughs> there was not as much reverence for animated films. That is then. not how tests work. Mm-hmm. Cool. It is. Well, teach. I did get the right answer, but I was I close. Never, see why I never get sent to the principal's office? I see now. I understand. I see Chris going to his teacher in high school. Well, do your research. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dr. Ed and uh, Travis each have one. Uh, Chris did not get that one right. He had zero as we move on to our second pairing of Mel Brooks movies. Uh, Mel Brooks uh, movies. When does, uh, when does the, the woke movement come after Mel for his uh, amazing uh, comedies that uh, touched on race and everything else? But that's the thing. He did it well. Ooh. He did it correctly save this the, quote because someone will go after him that's fine and he'll probably be, be ready, you know 104 don't, don't when they decide to thank you good for you all right sorry go i'll ahead. remember that mm. <laughs> all it. right so mel brooks movies for the second pairing okay. here you go guys Ready? High Anxiety. High Anxiety. 1977 thriller mystery one hour 35 minutes just after becoming the director of the 
Psychoneurotic Institute for the Very, Very Nervous, Dr. Richard H. Thorndike, Mel Brooks, is greeted by a series of mysterious events when his colleagues, including the, including the militaristic and mustachioed nurse, Diesel, Cloris Leachman, becomes a leery, be, became, become leery of his questions. They accuse him of murder. Thorndike's own mental health comes into question when he struggles to clear his name in the midst of a crippling bout of, of a condition known as high anxiety. <laughs> I like Mel Brooks. Who doesn't? Thank you, Sean. He's correct. Yeah. All right. Who doesn't like Mel Brooks? So high anxiety is your first one. Okay. Here's your second one. Spaceballs, 1987, fantasy parody film, one hour, 36 minutes. In a distant galaxy, planet Spaceball has depleted its air supply, leaving its citizens reliant on a product called Perrier. <laughs> In desperation, Spaceball's leader, President Scroob, Mel Brooks, orders the evil dark Hamlet, Helmet, the evil dark Helmet, Rick Moranis, to kidnap Princess Vespa, Daphne Zaniga, Zaniga, Zaniga. Daphne Zaniga, Zaniga of oxygen-rich droidia, and hold her hostage in exchange for air. But help arrives for the princess in the form of a renegade space pilot, Lone Star, Bill Pullman, and his half-man, half-dog partner, Barf, John Candy. The other day, it was uh, 25 years since John Candy passed away. Is mm. that right? That's yeah, not 25 well, years. Yeah, that's you know, I, that's why Kathy had on her little Facebook machine. They had a little tribute on her little Facebook yeah. center, and she was Facebook right. machine. You like the producers? Sure, I like the producers. Because it's what? springtime. What? For is that what's happening? What, this is what you guys do in the studio. This is literally on company time, and <laughs> this is that's a company product. That is. <laughs> What's that singing? Well, Sean and Gardner. Sean and Gardner. Oh. Yeah. We should like hook it. you up with uh, the Kranzberg Foundation. Get you a, 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 a two-man show. Producers, we can do the producers. Uh, I don't think we can. By the way. How pure was the cocaine in the 80s to come up with space balls? Mm. Good lordy. Did you used to prescribe mm. uh, cocaine to dogs as hey, a medicine? Hey. People did. Yeah. People doctors did. Oh, yeah, in okay. ER. Yeah. You oh, okay. come in with the nosebleed, they'd make you snort it. Oh, well. They actually still have medicinal cocaine, yeah, don't they, for something? Yeah, it's a vasoconstrictor. It's weird. My nose has been bleeding all week. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so what are our options? It is high anxiety versus space balls. Is everybody here seeing high anxiety? I oh, have yeah. not. Yeah. I have not. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I have not is it a, do we need to see it? Oh, yeah. It's a spoof yeah. on all the Hitchcock movies. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Nice. I definitely have to yeah, check it out. The, the scene with the, the shower scene from Psycho is mm-hmm. just, a, it's just a, a classic. It's <laughs> right, very cool. good. All right. create that. And the birds. And oh, the, so yeah. they really do. Yeah, they spoof all the Gardner's probably seen it 12 times. I've seen it. Sean did challenge me. He's like, oh, what? You're too scared to do Blazing Saddles? Oh, you won't go there, huh? Wait, I go, we've already done that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trev, what do you got? I am going with uh, Spaceballs. I'm going with the, the wild card here. The John Candy stuff is too, uh, too good. There's too much going on. I feel like Gardner's trying to be tricky uh, and play our emotions. High anxiety is my choice. You had me fooled there. I thought you were going yeah, with me the, too. Yeah, space. Me too. No, I'm going to go with high anxiety also. Oh, interesting. This, mm-hmm. should be, this will ultimately determine uh, which direction the rest of the show goes. Folks like us stick together. Travis, Wait, what? you are the lone lone star for Spaceballs. <laughs> it is high anxiety. Spaceballs are 58. High anxiety is 75. Wow. Did you guys ever see silent movie? By Mel Brooks? No, I haven't. I haven't seen, seen Silent Movie. I've seen yeah. part of it, and I was young and thought I was like, I can't watch this. I don't oh, think. There's, 
one person says a, a word in high, in a silent movie. And it's a very well. Is it very well placed? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Sure. Now I have to see it. One one person says a word. It's right. the only spoken word in the movie. Really? We'll just have to have a Mel Brooks okay, no, day here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I want to wait to see it. I'll, now I'll actually I feel watch like, it. Yeah, yeah, I will actually go back and see it. Now. We were okay. discuss. I had considered using History of the World Part One in there. That um, been a good one. I had seen that one in for like a year after I saw that. I'm like, oh, I've got to see Part Two, not knowing there wasn't one. <laughs> and my dad played on that for like a year on me. He's like, oh, you should go to Blockbuster, try and find Part Two. <laughs> I can't find it anywhere, Dad. <laughs> That's my father. Yeah, Travis said you you asked who doesn't like Mel Brooks. Right. Yeah, you've never met my wife. Oh, really? Oh. Oh. Mel- <laughs> now that's no, interesting. Blazing Saddles comes on. She knows to just leave. The ah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the mall. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Young, young Frankenstein. I mean, she I just, just knows. No, like, yeah. I, I'm going to go do some yard work. Mm. All right. So now that means Dr. Ed's up too. One one. Yes. So he has technically won today's event. No, there's one more. Oh, there's one more left. Well, oh, I thought we did three. Show? If we have a time, guys, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I got a concussion on my way into work. I use that excuse. Mm. Okay. It was so what happens when you Dr. get into Ed, the bottle of Jameson before like, the show. Oh, oh, Dr. Ed, can concussion, you take, aka whiskey. Can you take a look at him after the show? Can you do a, an examination? Thank we, you. Had a, we had a cat with a concussion the other day. Cat with a concussion? Seriously. Okay. Did you take care of it or just, yeah, just yeah. prescribe it with a helmet? Like, here you go. <laughs> Make sure you watch out for that no, I'm defensive sorry. end on I'm the sorry. outside. It was an upper body injury. The upper yeah, body. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so the, so how we get ready for hockey. The, yeah, the this, playoffs are around cat, the corner. This cat is employed by the Blues then. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The hockey veterinarian, <laughs> Dr. Ed Monique. You can technically be. You can be a physician with a sports, t- a hockey team. You can just, just upper body injury, man. You just, yeah. he, he gonna miss about a month. Could, about would it. you, have you been asked to take care of uh, Barclay, the uh, dog for no. the Blues? No, I'd love do you to. Want, do you want us to get you in? Because we can get you in. Mm-hmm. We we have can, an you end. can be the official vet of the St. Louis Blues. We can make that happen. I, I got one of the Blues who's the client. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's he come nice. in for? What? What does? Vladimir Tarasenko bring in <laughs> to your Dr. Ed, hospital. He's not a dog. <laughs> All right, what's the last one? All right, last pairing. Kind of religious sci-fi-ish type movies. Is there a dog involved? Mm, no. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Great no. game, dogs yeah. on film. Yeah, I kind of ran out of those. Um, so um, that's what this pairing is. That's what the theme is here. So here's your first one. Stigmata, stigmata, depending on where you're from. Ooh. 1999, thriller Whoa. cult film, one hour, 49 minutes. A young Not woman, a young woman with no strong religious beliefs, Frankie Page, Patricia Arquette, begins having strange and violent experiences, showing signs of the wounds that Jesus received when crucified. When the Vatican gets word of Frankie's situation, a high-ranking cardinal, Jonathan Price, requests that, re- the, 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 that the Reverend Andrew Kiernan, Gabriel Byrne, investigate her case. Soon, Kiernan realizes that the that very sinister forces are at work and tries to rescue Frankie from the entity that is plaguing her. Spooky for a minute. I only watched about 20 minutes of it, but and okay. I changed it. What'd you change it to? I don't know. Young and the Restless? No, man. Oh, that's really f***ing getting hot right now. Young and oh, the Restless. Boy. Everybody's going to jail. Whole, t- whole, whole set's going, I mean, the whole cast is going to jail. <laughs> it's really, it's crazy. Anyway. <laughs> so are we reviewing He loves Young, Young and the Restless. Young and the Restless? Oh, yeah, is that our option? It. Okay. Uh, so stigmata, stigmata, stigmata. Uh, you say tomato, I 
say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's going against the another, I guess, religious sci-fi type movie. This one's going to take Sean a second to get through. He really struggled with oh, this one. Oh, God help us. <laughs> oh, boy. So here you, here you go. The Prophecy, 1995 fantasy thriller. One hour, 38 minutes. Evil angel Gabriel, Christopher Walken, has come to Earth to strengthen his powers by claiming the wicked spirit of a, of a psychotic veteran. The benevolent angel, Simon, Eric Stoltz, wants to stop that from happening. So hides the man's spirit where Gabriel would least expect to find it, in a little goyle. Mariah Shining Dove Snyder. Caught in a cosmic battle in which even Lucifer, Viggo Mortenstein, Mort, Mortensen, Viggo, Viggo Mort. Morton. Jesus Christ. Viggo Mortenstern, Viggo Mortensen, plays a part. A lit, a lit, a lit, a lit, oh. a, can't talk anymore. a liturgically oh, wow. minded cop, Elias, God, what are you trying to Elias Cote. Coteus? Co Elias Codius? Elias Codius moves heaven and earth to protect a child. Got a great <laughs> cast. I don't know if I ever saw that. That was Eric Stoltz's heyday. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's done a lot of stuff. That that Stoltz got around. Thought he'd be done after mask. <laughs> but no. See what a little plastic surgery could do. Oh boy. My favorite is when he's a drug dealer. <laughs> All right. So you have Sean is we the just get the entire IMDb of Eric Stoltz. Yeah. We had a lengthy <laughs> discussion on Eric Stoltz in here the other day. You know, that's a podcast I think that's missing <laughs> from the mark. An Eric Stoltz podcast. Just nothing but Eric Stoltz hits. That's outstanding. Forever known as uh, the guy that got fired off of fil finishing filming for Back to the Future. Yeah, mm -hmm. Bring in Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Either that or a significant amount had been filmed and they were like, eh, we're good. Yeah, they showed the first 20 minutes of the movie to studio execs and they were like, nah, we need somebody else. And they brought in Michael J. Fox and the rest is history. Actually, never, you never heard that. Yeah, yeah. Eric Stoltz was uh, Marty McFly initially wow. and they brought in Michael J. Fox. And I think it actually was a studio exec that had enough sway that even convinced Steven Spielberg to be like, look, Steven, I, I love you, I trust you, but I Stoltz think, isn't going to do it. And I think according to lore, I think history speaks against that choice. That was a terrible choice. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. that, that's a great trivia category, by the way. Mm -hmm. You know, guys who Mark turned down. down Turned down oh, who could have been? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. You ever watch any of the uh, the Office outtakes of actors that could have played iconic characters? That's wild. And recently, Will Smith just discussed in a video for his YouTube channel how he turned down the role of Neo in The Matrix. Yeah. He said it was explained to him, and the way that it was explained to him, he was like, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to. This sounds absolutely stupid." And he says he admits it was like it was a dumb mistake, but at the same time, he would have ruined The Matrix. Because now everyone, of course, loves it with Keanu Reeves. Mm -hmm. What about Will Smith as uh, in Django Unchained instead of uh, Jamie, Jamie Foxx? Fox, he also turned that one down as well. Right? Would you? Do you think it would have been equally as good? I think it, I think the movie would have been better with Will Smith, but that's just better. But that's not a knock against Jamie Foxx. I just think seeing Will Smith in that particular role would have made a movie. Django just... fan. Uh, I've seen I've at least I actually just saw it just recently for the first oh, time. Nice. One of my yeah. favorites. Oh very, my god! Very, very, very violent film. Yeah, but very entertaining nevertheless. Mm -hmm. All right, so now we have to choose between these two movies: Stigmata and The Prophecy. Doctor Ed, have at it. Uh, I'm going to go with the prophecy. I'm going with the prophecy as well. It's Christopher Walken. Stigmata genuinely scared me as a uh, Catholic in the general St. Louis region. When she I would had... start speaking like, uh, it's one of those things Ugh. that you're literally taught in youth group or whatever else. Like, no, that's, that could happen. 
And it happened uh, 50 minutes north of where we're at right now. <laughs> what? What about it? So That's going horrifying. So Chris a teenager. is Chris is going for Come on, stigmata. You need it for the time. Trying to force right? overtime. All right, yeah. here we go. All right, Chris going with stigmata against the prophecy. <laughs> stigmata 22. Ooh, Damn. Wow. The prophecy. <laughs> bad film. 43. Wow. Jeez. Dr. Ed, does it feel good picking on us lesser-minded individuals for a second week in a row? Mm. You know, it, this is this is fun. I don't know, you know, but it, how much skill is involved? In <laughs> mm. Look how humble What's more is. difficult, winning this against real sharp minds like us or operating on a French bulldog? French Mastiff. Oh, French Mastiff. Well, yes, you. exactly. <laughs> for, look exactly. at him. He's an everyman, too. He doesn't even call it Doug de Baudou. <laughs> 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 What would they feed a dog de Bordeaux? Hamburger? The hamburger. Does your dog bite? Did you want the tiebreaker? Let's hear the tiebreaker. Yeah, we Sean like came the all the way over during right. his incredibly busy yeah. employment and to record this. So <laughs> and, let's hear the tiebreaker. And we do have to remind people to check out uh, Hillside Animal Hospital. This is an every week thing. We do this awesome segment. Dr. Ed's kind enough to grace us with his presence. And you need to be kind enough to grace him with yours and your pets presence at Hillside Animal Hospital, full service veterinary uh, medical facility. And uh, you know, the Gateway Pet Guardian's current location is right next door to him. He's done so much for that uh, great rescue organization. And uh, we love working with Dr. Ed. So support his business. So he keeps working with us. Mm -hmm. This would have been the tiebreaker. I alluded to it last week. And uh, we'll give it to you guys this week. Let's see what you can do. We would have used this for people that don't know how this goes. They have to guess closest to the actual score. It's not pitted against another movie. It's just one movie. Guess closest to the actual score on Rotten Tomatoes. Here you go. And now for the tiebreaker. A classic. Papillon. 1973. Drama Papillon. Crime. Two hours, 31 minutes. Convicted murderer Henri Charrier, Steve McQueen, known as Papillon for his butterfly mm. chest tattoo, is transported to French Guiana to serve his sentence in a work camp. Determined to escape, Papillon forms an unlikely re relationship with the frail but notorious forger Louis, de Louis, Louis, Louis Degas, Dustin Hoffman, who reluctantly joins in the attempt. Despite the harshness of the solitary confinement, Brutal conditions and constant threats of betrayal, Papillon leaves, leads a desperate escape off the island. <coughs> well, and that concludes this week's... <laughs> yeah, I've got to get back to the lovely wife, and i got to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Do you really have to go? Yes, I really do. All right, go to the bathroom. Jesus. There you go. Thank you, Sean. Papillon. Papillon, I am going with 65%. 65 from Travis. 93. 93 from Chris. 73. 73 from Dr. Ed. It's actually 83. So what will we have done there? Oh, Chris, you said 93? Yeah, I think it's obvious I win. So will we say without going over? <laughs> no, it's technically without going over. Yeah, yeah if we do the Price is Right rules. If we do the Price is Right rules, Dr. Sure. Ed. If you want to be get... controlled by the Church of Barker. <laughs> price is Right rules are kind of BS, though, too. I, <laughs> I agree. I will fight we, against that. We do not have a, a, hatch, a hatchback Kia that? to give away. So, yeah. yeah. It didn't matter this week, but uh, it's uh, 83 for Papillon. Interesting. 83. Mm, 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 mm. All right. So I we watched can, the uh, ending of that the other day just while I was looking at it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. We'll tell you what we'll do. We'll give you guys one more chance to get fair foul submissions in. The topic today, wearing jeans to a wedding, which uh, I'll tell you uh, I have done. 
and uh, it doesn't always work out Dr. in your Ray, favor. Have you ever gone to a wedding where people were in jeans? Yes. And your thoughts were? I think it depends on the, the you know, it's kind of hard to make a Regular wedding, non-hay bales involved in a church. Um, yeah, probably not if it's in a church. Thank you, Dr. Ed. Uh, so email your topics, wall, W-A-L, at weareliveradio.com. We'll read them. We'll pick a winner. $10 to Southtown Pub is your prize. What are you, what are you giggling about? I was just thinking of the scenarios there. for that. Uh, it's, a, it's a traditional wedding. <laughs> Not just any church. It's in St. Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> oh Are you walking gosh. into St. Ambrose with jeans on? Yeah, you got to do it right. Hey, you know, I was. <laughs> I went to six thirty mass this morning to get for Ash Wednesday in my sweatpants. So oh, okay, all right. You know, that's fair. Full disclosure. Yeah, they must fair. be doing a very light ashing this year. You know, I, I had. I was coming from the gym, yeah, so I went there, course. and I think God would understand that I needed a shower before <laughs> I came in here. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to stay with the ashes and not shower. And just wash around the ash. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I, I really think he would understand. Okay. Oh, that's outstanding. Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital will <laughs> let him get out of here. That's what you'll get for a shower wing. <laughs> <laughs> Support Hillside by taking your pet and convenient South City location near the hill, Chettleton, Dogtown, the mm-hmm. Grove. They're right there in the middle of it all. Thank you so much for coming in, Dr. Ed. We have a blast every week. Yep. See Thanks, you next guys. week, sir. Sure. We'll take a quick break. Be right back with Fair Fowl. Welcome back to We Are Live. Chris Demon, Travis Trail. Huge thanks to our friend Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital for coming in. Look forward to uh, some live Dogs on Film events coming up in the near future. Right now you have time to get a couple minutes to get your fair file submissions in. Already got a bunch of good ones. Uh, looks like there's one in there from the JVL Jackal who uh, we said is now part of our wall security detail after having met him in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, several others. We've got some of the greats. Yale Hollander. Join in. Send us an email. Your thoughts on wearing jeans to a wedding wall at weareliveradio.com. You win 10 bucks to Southtown Pub, which you could then use at comedy tomorrow night. South City, free comedy Thursday brought to you by us. That's right. Some of the best comics in town. Nice. Uh, need to let you guys know about Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. You know what? Where's, it, where's Aloha come from when they say it, Travis? Hawaii. Nope. Their heart. No. <laughs> I guess I stand corrected. Uh, wonderful family business. It's going to be warm this weekend. You need to go to their Facebook page, check their locations. That's right. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill recommend to you the poke, which is fantastic. They've got all kinds of different uh, meals from Hawaii. Very authentic, very delicious. And if it's cold, warm, whatever, they've got an option for everything. Highly recommend them. They won our first ever Food Truck Awareness Month because of all the support you all gave them and all the love they got from the community. Buzzes, Hawaiian Grill, your favorite food truck in town, baby. Check it out. And we're getting there, folks, here in St. Louis. It has been a very brutal winter. We're nearing the we're in the first week of March, March, and um, yeah. But I believe there's going to be some forty to fifty degree days on our horizon. Right around the corner. And so get you some Buzz Hawaiian Grill. Mm. Eat it up. Getting warm just in time for uh, St. Patrick's Day, so everybody will be extra. Ready to party. Oh, good God, Yeah, yes. look for that. Uh, what did you want to get into before Fair well, It was a really cool conversation that took place, again, on Twitter, as most good I'll conversations be, take I'll place. I'll be the judge of that. But there was uh, talk of who was your celebrity crush growing up. I've got one name in mind. And you actually end up telling on yourself, age-wise, yeah. by your answer, 
But here are some of the, the more popular ones that jumped out. Tim Carmody on um, Twitter asked the question, who are your biggest celebrity crush, uh, crushes? You see right there, Whitney Houston, number one. Svetlana Bonsakaya. <clears throat> Kill that and one Don't too. lie. Don't, Nigella in retrospect, Lawson. pick a cooler name either. Like, who was it? Who was it Who was really? it for you? Kathy Ireland. Not even close. That makes a Not ton of sense. Was it because close. necessary roughness? Uh, that was an uh, that was a cherry on top. Okay. Big fan of her. What was the Sports Illustrated? She was part yes, of she probably. Was. She one of the first I don't know which came from, but whatever it was, her posters were available in the local Walmart Super Center. So that happened, and then Necessary Roughness, and I was a huge fan of Quantum Leap. Right? Scott, oh, that makes Scott sense. Scott Bakula goes to that. So I'm gonna. Anna has to do with football. Love sports. Right? And then she's in Necessary Roughness. That just kind of closed. It cemented it. Kathy, anyone else? Mm, that's the one that you're like, oh, her, her. That's how it was. Nice. But I, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm sure there were others, but definitely her. I had a few. I think it was, you had Wendy, of Alex course. Mack. Had Alex Mack. Alex Mack, remember her? Like, oh, yeah. Age-appropriate crush. Yeah, well, I, had, yeah. I was a big, a big crush on Wendy from the Wonder Years. I had a, Yeah, that's like, if you were, yeah, that's everybody. You right? had, of course, Denise on The Cosby Show, uh, played, of course, by uh, Zoe Kravitz's mother, Lisa Bonet. I was a big fan of Regina King. Of course, that was the 227 heyday. Then I was also the biggest one of them all, though, was Tatiana Ali, a.k.a. Ashley Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm. She, mm -hmm. uh, during the, the final seasons of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, she grew up, and boy, did she grow up. Boy, mm. uh, that sounds creepy now. Yeah, it really oh, does. You've really and filled still, out. And she still looks, she still looks fine as hell. Mm. So those were mine, celebrity crushes, crushes growing up. Who did you have, Gardzi? Um, Well, one that was a little bit older than me. My only Hall of Famer is Elizabeth Hurley. Mm. That's smart. That's a good call. Mm. That's a good one. Uh, She's still prime today. Jessica Biel. Big, big. You were a big uh, Seventh Heaven guy, were you? I watched Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I, I know why you did. I did All watch right. Seventh Heaven. Uh, from the Black Sheep. Mandy Moore. Oh, Mandy yeah, Moore. I mean, come oh, on. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. Mandy that, Moore was That's not really a one. kid celebrity crush. That was more like, I wish I could date her because we're the same age or older. Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett same always thing. Top. Come on, man. What about the Pink Ranger for the Black Sheep? Mm, Pink <laughs> Ranger was solid. Mm. Pink Ranger was solid. Uh, Kimberly, I believe that was her name. That's all I can remember. I was the age or too cool for Power Rangers, and I just made fun of that stuff. But it, I, I actually, I'm upset that I didn't enjoy it. Because I remember being like, "This is dumbest shit." No, yeah, I yeah, we we had some salt Topanga from Boy Topanga's Meets World. She is, she was I think everyone. It, she I was think a lot uh, of people. I person. think in retrospect, she's getting more love at the time. She's like, she's a dork. I don't like her. But again, Topanga went through what Tatiana Ali went through. You grew up on television. You're old and you, man now. And don't you, yeah, but the, it too hard. yeah, that yeah, that really sounds weird. But in the moment, like because you grew up with them mm -hmm. at the same age. That's what I'm essentially trying to get at. Yeah. But when she became, you know, when she as she got older, that's why Alyssa got, Milano is gonna like people yes. a little bit older than me are gonna have. I mean, how many are gonna have Alyssa Milano? Yeah. A ton. Most a ton of people, and she oh. looks amazing today. I'll throw Rachel Lee Cook in there too. Oh my God! You know what? That and, and that was the thing in the late nineties. Rhonda from take... Up All Night <laughs> on USA. Don't don't do it, Gardner. I asked Gilbert Gottfried about her. He's like, she's like seventy four now. So <laughs> if you want to masturbate to her, you can. That's kind of a weird question. 
She was in Playboy. <laughs> you got to get Gilbert Gottfried back in here just Man. because we've literally had the last two weeks, we've had stories from comedians uh, about Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried. Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that he's Rhonda? a mainstay. She's in her 70s. <laughs> and then Chris had to tell other well, I mean, comedians, you know, at the time, he steals nuts. He didn't steal. Gilbert Gottfried steals nuts. You he, blasted Gilbert Gottfried. I didn't on blast her. him. You I did. You I told Jay Farrell. Now Jay Farrell's going to tell everyone at SNL. No, 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 no. Gilbert Gottfried no. steals nuts. So keep away your nuts when I was, he's on your set. I was made aware mm. by a certain Brillo-headed podcaster that we have familiarities <laughs> with that when Gilbert comes in, he will take liberty with the snacks that you put out. You're such so an ass. I set a trap. It was. And I was really happy. And I was happy that he got him. He did but take he, the, it paid we off. We absolutely did. It's I was so happy that he that did. That was a big payoff. I, I love the took, guy. He was so excited to have it. He was but putting just him in a bag. And now you're putting him on blast. Gilbert Godfrey likes nuts. He likes free stuff. It's Gilbert Godfrey. Like, the is he a walnut? <laughs> he is. Was the first. Walnuts. Yeah. Like, Gilbert, do you really need two bottles of water? <laughs> you get thirsty. Let neither one of them are open. It's neither Gilbert of them are open, He man. was in Problem Child. Let that man have his glory. <laughs> I shot this stupid video for you guys. Is there anything to eat here? <laughs> we, got, we got to jump into Farrah oh, uh, Let's sure? first, before we do, let's jump into the melee first. Ah, uh, see, I'm not that drunk. Yeah. All right, Chris, what was today's melee question? Listen... Oh, uh, Freed in the comments letting us know in his documentary about Gilbert Godfrey, they talk about how he takes everything. So, it's commonly known. <laughs> I'll be taking that. Where's my pen? Uh, <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey got to get up and do these bonehead interviews. Let that man get them nuts, man. Dang. Comes in here, we're missing a camera. <laughs> okay. It wasn't bolted down. <laughs> What are our melee results? Uh, oh, boy. We asked you a very important and uh, serious question, and it was a bit of a barn burner, people. Your favorite douchey jeans fashion statement <sighs> for a tie for last place. You guys ready for this? Okay. Skinny jeans and designer ripped jeans at 19%. Good, good. Not that's a lot of favorites, so in retrospect, that's good, right? <sighs> Heavyweight battle. For the win, jeans and flip-flops comes in second at 29%. Jeans and a blazer, the St. Louis business casual, mm. 33% of the vote. That is your champion as Walnut's favorite Jesus Christ. douchey mm. jeans combo. That's ah, just so bad. As the leader of that movement, I like the results. Mm, of course you do. Walmans, stand up. Oh, please Sack put, up, put Walmans. Down, down the damn three W. Damn it, Gartner. Let's right. do some fair foul. Hold on, that was. He <laughs> <laughs> was, was giving he was giving hand signals to the walnuts. Give the man some time, didn't man. Damn, damn, man. <laughs> Give the man a little. This is the fighting moment. Change has come to America. We'll get this timing People right. Often ask me. We won't. What's fair or foul? Good question. Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? Of course. I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. Oh, that's so But douchey. I can say, fair or foul is now and forever damn for flags. the people. Gather I wouldn't wear a tie with your jeans. loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for fair. We give it back to you, the people. Or foul. <laughs> you don't need that car title, do you? <laughs> How about this chair? 
the segment, Gilger, Gilbert Godfrey says, I'll take it. See you later. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. Your topic today, winner gets 10 bucks at Southtown Pub. Use it tomorrow night at Free Comedy Thursday. Jeans at weddings are fair in only three instances. To wit, one, where the directions to the ceremony include the phrase, after you turn off the paved road... <laughs> It's <laughs> a bit of a, hmm, a bit of a blue bud take on the topic. Number two, where there is no aisle involved because the bride side and the groom side are one and the same. <laughs> Number three, where the efficient for the wedding is a human-sized animatronic mouse named Chuck. E cheese. Mm. Yell Hollander with the submission. I feel like he was looking down upon us on that one. Hmm. Keeping it moving. Foul. Nah, man. Just nah. Listen, we already know you're a level 8 Hoosier by the Dale Earnhardt stickers on your F-150. Since you can afford the $45,000 truck, plunk down another $35 for some Dockers. It's an open bar. You'll be fine. <laughs> Lecturing from Dr. Bass. I always want to say Dr. Bass. Like he's a big fisherman. He's not. Think Dr. Ed and Dr. Bass would get along? Ooh, no, Dr. Bass would be like, I like fish. <laughs> Please, let's not do that to Dr. Ed. What would Gilbert Gottfried say to Dr. Bass? Are you going to finish your goldfish? Is that bass kosher? Foul. Cargo pants or jorts are the only options. Only! Depends on how you're feeling that day. TTs, pink eye. Nice. Would you wear jorts to a wedding trip? What if you wore it to a white person's wedding? Like, I thought I was fitting in. Just for that, I'm wearing shorts to a white person's what Gaines, I'm sorry. I'm showing up to your wedding in He'll jorts. probably have shorts on, too. No. Big man weather, you know, it's always hot. Oh, boy. Foul. I'm sorry, but it's just a no. I could receive a wedding invitation that explicitly said the dress code is denim, and I still couldn't bring myself to do it. That said, there's always at least one person who crosses that line, and it's almost as pathetic as that rock, paper, scissors game you attempted <laughs> when ending the show yesterday. The JVL Jackal. That's, I was really embarrassed about that. I, I want to talk about that more. I've played rock, paper, scissors on many occasions very uh, effectively, and yesterday was a very poor showing. So I'd like, can I get the close up again? Where's my camera? Right here? Right there? I apologize for our rock, paper, scissors shenanigans. It was bad. Mm. That's the JVL jackal. Finally, fair. If you aren't familiar with the Bible, let me fill you in. <laughs> Jesus was pretty laid back when it came to weddings. He showed up in sandals and turned water into booze to keep the party going. A biblical verse from the black sheep. That'll do it for fair or foul today. Winner gets $10 at Southtown Pub. Gardner, who you got? Hmm. I'm going to go with the black sheep. Black sheep with a vote. Trav. I am also going to go with Black Sheep. Black Sheep wins. I was going to go with Yale Hollander. Black Sheep on a roll. Congratulations. Baller. Ten bucks to Southtown Pub. Uh, come use it tomorrow night, Thursday, 8 o'clock. Hey, guys. Quick reminder. Our friends at Tech Electronics helped us build out this wonderful studio. You watch us in every morning. By Jack and Red Saw Publicity are part of the Midcoast Media grouping of, uh, of brands. And you can check out midcoast.media for more info. And the Cranberg Arts Foundation, big shout out to them at the Dot Zach Building is where we uh, record from our new studios, lovely place in uh, Grand Center, Midtown area. 
in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Tani Sushi Bistro, a huge project with us coming up. That'll be launching very soon. And shout out to Matt Weiner in the scenario. OG Hour had Orlando Pace in these uh, very studios. Orlando asked to sit in my seat. Oh boy. So I allowed it. Uh, keep an eye out. Again, Media. follow us on all the socials. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Shout out to the new Crying Jordan meme. For Chris Gardner, Travis Trail, Dr. Ed, everybody else, we're out back live tomorrow on the live stream, 8 a.m. Peace.